extend your retirement dollars by living abroad? Hey everyone, Adam Bergman here, tax attorney and founder of Iron Financial. On today's podcast, we're going to be discussing how you can potentially stretch your retirement dollars and live abroad during retirement. And one of the impetuses for today's podcast was lately I've been talking to a lot of clients uh, and some potential clients who've inquired about using retirement dollars to um, invest in countries in order to secure golden visas, i.e. Portugal, which is a very popular country um, for retirement. Uh, Number one, you get a European Union passport. Uh, Portugal is a beautiful country and very cost-effective to live in, plus you are very close to Spain and uh, other beautiful European countries. So it's seen as a really good opportunity to uh, have dual citizenship, uh, or in some cases, even renounce U.S. citizenship to um, move to um, Portugal, for example. But in most cases, it's just a dual citizenship thing. The idea is, hey, when I retire, I want to live abroad, maybe spend six months, eight months, 10 months, and be able to do that. So um, I'm going to go into some basic rules here. I'm a tax lawyer, but this is not a legal um, podcast. So I I suggest if you are interested in thinking about how you potentially acquire a golden visa or uh, maybe even a passport in another jurisdiction and want to think about tax ramifications, um, talk to a tax professional, i.e. an accountant, international tax attorney or CPA that can kind of direct you in in the right spot. I'm not going to focus much on Puerto Rico. Um, It's mostly going to be uh, European um, countries and the idea of stretching the U.S. retirement dollar. Why? This is a really good time to be holding U.S. dollars. The U.S. dollar is at the highest it's been in 20 years. It's stronger essentially than the euro. It's uh, very strong compared to almost every currency in the world. Why? In times of uncertainty, inflation, people around the world want to buy U.S. dollars because they're secure, right? They're backed by the U.S. Treasury, the strongest economy and most stable government in the world. So it's really good to be American and have U.S. dollars because we have more buying power today than we did um, in the past. So when more buying power means you can buy nicer homes or take nicer vacations in other countries because it's cheaper. You know, for example, this summer I was in Greece and um, you know, hotels are still expensive, but on the ground, the food, the entertainment, alcohol, things like that, much cheaper than um, most cities I visit in the United States. So uh, I look back at my credit card and I, for example, went out for dinner and looked at the bill in euros. And I was like, oh, it's not great. Then I did a quick calculation based off the value of the euro and the US dollar. It's like, oh, it's not horrible. Not so bad. In fact, the prices in Europe, I think, at least my experience has been there at par, if not a little cheaper than um, US prices, especially in New York and Miami, where I I spend most of my time. So um, having the US dollars matters, especially uh, EU or you go to other countries like Canada. I was in Canada. About a month and a half ago, and um, wow, I mean, it's significantly um, weaker the Canadian dollar, and you have so much more buying power. So, 
if you wanted to buy a home for a million dollars in Canada, you would need maybe 700,000 US. Um, and in Europe, in Europe, you'll be able to buy homes, uh, probably a nicer vacation slash permanent home than you would in the US for less money, because uh, comparably prices are cheaper in Europe and your dollars will stretch. So um, people obviously have been looking to uh, retire in the last couple of years uh, with the pandemic. Uh, there's some stats I found that a poll showed that 50% of US adults, 55 and older, said they were retired compared to 48% in 2019. So between 65 and 74 old age groups, 66.9% said they were retired compared to 64% in 2019. Okay, so more and more people retiring with a strong dollar healthcare. Um, European countries seemingly have better healthcare. I, not sure about that. This is just an argument a lot of uh, my clients talk to me about. I would have to push back on it. Um, I grew up in Canada. Yes, it's socialized. Um, you may think it's cheaper because uh, it's free, but it's it's not a good system. Uh, it's good if you, you know, have um, a cold or a flu or um, maybe um, minor, minor medical issue that you need someone to look at. But uh, I can tell you, I, I have an aunt who uh, is in this, stuck in this uh, abyss of a medical system. Uh, it took her almost four months to see a doctor, and she's di been diagnosed with Parkinson's. Um, she couldn't get a doctor for four months to see her. We, she got turned out from two hospitals that didn't even have time or an interest in seeing her. So um, in Europe, the system's a lot like Canada, maybe a little better, but um, the quality, um, I, I don't think um, anywhere compares to the United States. It's not cheaper if you're paying for it. Uh, although, hey, if you become a citizen uh, of Portugal, you, you would be able to avail yourself of that medical system. But now, I wouldn't move to Europe, put it that way, for the medical system. I would move there for the quality of life, the ability to stretch retirement dollars, adventure, um, live in a different country, different culture, uh, kind of uh, rejuvenate um, your soul. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't move there for the healthcare. Uh, that's my um, personal opinion. You can disagree with me, but uh, I've had some experience. Um, so, what's your option? So. Most countries you can go to and spend less than six months from the United States, most European countries or uh, other places around the world. If you stay under six months, you don't have an issue. If you stay over six months, most countries are required to have a visa. Okay? So some um, justification for you staying, whether it's student or a retiree visit, visa. Now, it's not as easy. Student visa is a lot easier to get. Uh, you know, you register for school, language school in Italy or Spain or France, and um, you pay the school and they'll give you a visa to study. You're supposed to attend classes, but hey, um, that, that's a nice little uh, workaround if you just want to have the experience of living in a foreign country uh, like Spain or France, uh, even the UK. You can, you can find a language school. It's pretty inexpensive, and, and they'll be able to help you get a visa. Um, and let you stay there for a year, at least six plus months. Um, but if you want to stay more permanent, um, let's say for the next five years or 10 years um, and more flexibility, then uh, you're probably going to have to go what's called the golden visa route, where you basically make an investment in that country um, and have the ability to stay based off that investment. Now, um, if obviously other countries like Italy or Germany 
if you have you know grandparents from there, Spain, for example, a lot of Cubans are able to um, use Spain um, through their ancestral rights, um, obviously for Jewish Israel, but uh, in, in other cases, um, you generally have to invest to be able to live in that country. Um, so different countries have different rules. It's known as a golden visa. Essentially, um, you must uh, personally you know, invest in that country. You have to maintain the investment for a certain amount of time. Um, obviously, you have to have no criminal background and you must have the financial resources to sustain yourself. So basically, these countries are saying, listen, invest in our country. As long as you're not a burden on us, yeah, we'll let you stay. Why not? Right? We're going to collect tax dollars. You're going to invest in the country. You're going to spend money at restaurants, buy a home. Um, you're going to live there. Maybe your family will live there. And it's a good investment into our economy. Now, again, the amount you have to invest is different. Capital commitment is different. So some of the most popular countries for golden visas are Anguilla, Austria, Canada, Germany, Greece, uh, Ireland, New Zealand, Portugal, Singapore, Spain, St. Kitts, Switzerland, Caymans, UK, Turkey, UAE. Um, those are probably the most popular ones. And every country, though other of those countries, each country has different rules on how much. Like Anguilla, you need 150,000 minimum investment. Um, let's see, Canada, but 1.2 million, okay, that you have to invest. So what has been happening in Canada, because I know from just uh, friends and family, is over the last 20 years, uh, Chinese people from Hong Kong, uh, especially mainland China, have come and taken their money out of China because of you know, the communist system, the instability, well, I shouldn't say instability, but more about the fact that the communist country and the ability, uh, inability really to have freedom of, of economic um, you know, expression, uh, they've taken money out of China and bought homes, let's say, especially in Vancouver, Toronto, now even Montreal, uh, big cities where there's universities, where it's a good investment on the real estate, and they'll take the million or a million and a half, and they'll invest it, they'll buy the real estate, uh, get their kids to potentially go to school there, and um, have an investment at least. Even if no one uses the home, at least they have an investment in the country, so God forbid they need to get out of China, they at least have a $1 million investment in Canada, a place to stay, um, and they can get there um, and, and they'd have a visa, their kids would have a visa, their wife, spouse, whatever it is. So that's a very popular option. They've actually driven up the prices of real estate across Canada enormously over the last 10, 15 years. But the, and that's been a big catalyst. Um, Germany is about 360,000 euros. Um, Greece, 250,000. So you'd have to buy real estate for 250,000. You'd have to sign a lease for at least 10 years. You'd also have to invest 400000 in a registered company in Greece, uh, buy government bonds for at least 400000 and deposit at least 400000 So you're looking at about 1.5 million euros. Uh, the other one, let me just focus real quick on Portugal. So Portugal, it's about um, four to $500,000. It's generally $400,000 where you can invest even in a real estate fund or buy real estate. And you technically don't have to live there. You just have to make that investment. And then you can apply for permanent residency and citizenship uh, and get an EU passport. Uh, it takes a couple of years uh, from, well, as soon as you make that investment, you can technically apply and it will take time. But Portugal is probably the most popular country that uh, Americans are looking to acquire a golden visa because you get the EU visa and it's less than 
uh, less of investment than Greece and Germany. Uh, it's also popular, but you need to wait three years um, to, to get a permanent residency and eight years you can apply for citizenship. Um, you obviously, um, Portugal is a little bit quicker um, and less investment. So um, that's, Spain also uh, has a program with 500,000 in real estate, but Portugal is, is the least uh, expensive and probably the most popular for permanent, for a golden visa um, interest from, from US persons. So you know, a lot of people are saying, hey, can I invest retirement funds? Part and in those um, countries, and then potentially uh, acquire a golden visa personally. Yeah, you know, it's a little gray because technically you're supposed to use personal. You're supposed to make that investment with personal funds. Now retirement funds are your funds, um, so there, there's some workaround. Some countries are, are very specific about who makes that investment. Um, some in other um, places, um, the fact that it is your retirement account, you're technically in control of it. You can make that investment, but the issue is then the fact that you are personally receiving a golden visa. Is that a self-dealing conflict of interest? It could be, right? If you're only making that investment to secure the golden visa, it may be tough to uh, defend yourself against IRS audit if they are inquiring because you're supposed to make an IRA investment to exclusively benefit your IRA, not you personally. So if you can't show that you're not exclusively personally benefiting or the IRA is not exclusively benefiting, um, so you'd have to show that, no, I've invested, let's say a million in, in Portugal and they only needed 400,000 and the golden visa is just a byproduct of this. It's not why I made the investment. It's a good fund or I want to rent out the real estate. Um, you know, maybe you have a good, um, argument, but if it's really clear that you're only doing this, you're investing exactly the amount, you know, the minimum you have to, um, and it's really the only reason for it. That's your intent. It's definitely pretty gray because it could be self-dealing. But um, honestly, this is what's going on. There's lots of Americans um, that it's not even a political thing. You know, I have some clients are like, oh, if this party wins, I'm out of here. That party wins, I'm out of here. But more and more people are like, hey, U.S. dollar strong. Um, I want to venture. Uh, I want to have the option of having a European visa, European citizenship. I love America. I probably want to live here also. But I want that option to be like, hey, I'm going to spend... 10 months in Europe or seven months or all year. And I don't need to worry about the six month thing. Uh, I just want the flexibility. God forbid I need to move or I want to move. I have another passport, right? The whole idea of like, let's say in the, in the future, God forbid, but there's a you know, military call up, right? There's a draft. And, you know, so maybe some people don't want their children to have to go off to the military and say, hey, I'd love to get another passport just in case uh, I can run away or God forbid something happens in this country. Uh, I always have another escape, another passport to, to use so I could uh, move to that country. So just, you know, freedom, uh, flexibility, freedom of movement. Um, what, for whatever reason, it's important to know that this is a good time to be American. The uh, U.S. dollar, at least from a financial standpoint, we got the strongest economy in the world. Um, yeah, we got inflation. We have a lot of debt, but it's better than being uh, anywhere else in the world. And we have the most powerful currency, right? US dollar. So it goes a long way and it goes further than it's ever gone in the last 20 years. So this is a good time to stretch that dollar, uh, flex it. Uh, you want to buy real estate in different countries, good opportunity. Uh, and, and then the golden visa uh, will be another way for you to get dual citizenship. So you can have a US and European passport to travel, to have 
freedom of mobility, uh, security, whatever the case may be, um, it, it could be of interest. So that's really the point of the podcast. Also, I wanted to mention that the U.S. has tax treaties with a number of most European countries and most modern countries like Canada. Um, so that means you, you shouldn't be subject to double taxation because the Canadian or Portugal or Spain or whatever country, Germany, um, UK, have tax treaties to eliminate double tax taxation. So um, you should be able to eliminate any of those tax um, issues um, from, from income in one country being taxed in the other, uh, like capital gains, uh, things like that. Uh, treaties generally do provide that if it's real estate, it would generally be taxed in the country where the real estate is located. And you should get a credit for what you pay in that jurisdiction um, to the United States when you file your return. Because the uh, last thing I'll mention is unless you renounce your U.S. citizenship, you still have to file a 1040 U.S. return. Even if you live permanently in a foreign country, United States citizens, residents, green card holders are taxed on their worldwide income. But the tax treaty, um, hopefully the jurisdiction you live in, will have a tax treaty. Uh, Cayman Islands doesn't, you know, Belize doesn't, but uh, other countries do. And um, that should be able to uh, reduce any potential double taxation uh, from uh, sources of income. So hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast. Uh, it was a fun one, but it's crazy. The last, I'd say six, six months or so, uh, I've been inundated really by uh, clients, long clients, just inquiring about how to use retirement money to uh, get a golden visa or can I use my retirement money? Should I use it to just take it out and buy a villa in Spain or Portugal or wherever and just live there? It's a great time. Prices are expensive, but US dollars are so strong. Let it roll. Um, I think prices will come down in the next six months. Hopefully the US dollar stays strong and I will get bang for my buck, buy a great villa or apartment or whatever it is, a flat, and uh, either live there, rent it out, um, and potentially even get a golden visa. So I can have dual citizenship and have uh, more security, more freedom, mobility, and even make a good investment at, at the same time. So um, really fun topic. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed it. And um, listen, I, I have Canadian's, Canadian passport, US passport. Uh, I love America, greatest country in the world, but hey, you never know, right? Um, I'm going to make sure my kids uh, also uh, get uh, Canadian passports um, because always good to have options. Hopefully you never need them, but you never know what can happen. So I totally understand why people would be interested in, um, you know, going visa and getting dual citizenship so uh, they can figure out what they need to do or can do with it. So appreciate you guys um, listening. Uh, you can pick up this podcast, obviously, wherever you're listening to your podcast. But I have two other podcasts that drop on Tuesday and Thursday at Bits, which provides a bit of information on various self-directed retirement topics, which drops every Tuesday and Thursday is Adam at Mail, which uh, is a mailbag of three of the best questions of the week on self-directed IRAs, 401ks, ROBs, investments, all derivative transactions, you bit, you name it, we address it. A lot of fun. Um, and check that out. That drops every Thursday. Otherwise, have an amazing, amazing week, and I'll see everyone again next week. Take care.